your risk. That's it. Pick your risk. Look and see what makes you feel better. Run the numbers. If you prefer to run the numbers and go solely by the numbers and you don't think your situation is going to change, you aren't introducing risk to your situation, then it's, it's okay to just invest more. Talk to a financial advisor about it. They can actually sit down and walk you through the numbers. Welcome to Living a Budget. My name is Katherine Vanderlaan. I'm a financial and career coach at Saber Street. This podcast is for people who are hungry to get to financial independence and retiring early, which means getting out of debt, saving like it's second nature, and setting up your life to pay it forward. Living a Budget is about so much more than just budgeting. We tackle the hard topics, all with the goal to have as much fun as possible while getting to financial independence and retiring early, whatever that looks like for you. I firmly believe you can have fun while getting to financial independence because I've done it myself and I know you can too. Let's get started. Welcome to episode 10 of Living a Budget. Invest more or pay off my home early? All right, I get this question a lot from all of you folks who don't have debt right now, who are living on a budget, who are trying to set up your financial futures, who have worked hard, who are really excited that you have your emergency funds, you're investing 15 to 20% of your income for retirement, and you're wondering, okay, well, you know, I've run the numbers. Should I pay off my home early? Should I put a little bit toward that? Or should I invest more? What should I do? And your, you know, your kids, if you have them, you are taking care of them in, in a different ways. There are all different ways to do that. Everyone chooses a little bit of a different way to do that or not do that for their future education. And you have really come to this decision as to whether to pay off your home early or invest more. And I'll tell you what, this question comes down to one thing, risk, risk, risk mitigation, risk management. It's, it all depends on how much risk you want to retain and your desired quality of life or opportunity in the future. So, okay, let's run through. This is very scenario based. This question, it really depends on what you want to do in your future, in your life, how you are talking to your spouse, if you're married and really what you want to do with your life. So, okay. All right, let's get into it. Let's say for instance, you're married and your husband or wife, your spouse wants to do a part-time or a full-time low-paying job. Maybe they're in social work, maybe they're in childcare, and hopefully these things don't stay low-paid forever, but they are currently. Maybe they're in ministry. My husband's in ministry. It's a low-paying job. And, you know, and you are the bread earner. You are making three quarters of the income and suddenly you get sick and you are not able to work. You have long-term disability, but that does run out after a while and you can't go back to work. You are, let's say, you know, terribly injured. Maybe, you know, something really happened, but you're not dead. You know, I'm because I'm assuming that if you were to die and you're really taking care of yourself, you have some term life insurance. So let's say, let's say you're in the worst possible scenario. Your spouse has a low paying job or no job 
and you are injured and cannot go back to work. Maybe you had a traumatic brain injury or something. I've seen it. I've seen it happen. Would you all be able to keep living in the same house? Maybe. Would you all be able to keep living the same way that you're, you're living now? Maybe. So that's, I mean, that's, that's the risk. That's one huge scenario that gets played out. You know that approximately a third of workers in the United States end up disabled in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, it's that big. It is a huge population of people. So one way to take care of yourself is is by getting long-term disability insurance, but that runs out after a while. Um, so, So another way to take care of yourself is to mitigate the risk by paying off your home. I'm not advocating for it. I'm just letting you know that that is how to mitigate. That's how to lower your risk profile. So if you still had a mortgage, that means somebody can still take away your home. Somebody who is not the government, somebody who's not your state, who you owe property taxes to, somebody from the government could take away your home if you were not able to make the mortgage payment. So if you paid off your home, then you would own your home outright free and clear, barring any property taxes and insurance payments, that sort of thing. I mean, you'd still own it, but you still need to pay a little bit of money for maintenance, right? So paying off your house would mitigate the risk that would occur if you were to be disabled at any point in time as the primary bread earner. Let's, you know, let, let's look through maybe another situation. Let's say you want to increase your risk in your household another way. You want to start a business. And uh, and this is really close to home because this, this is what I did. You want to start a business and it feels better to not have the risk of your home mortgage because, you know, you don't know how that business is going to do. You don't know if you're going to be able to make ends meet. You don't know how much money you're going to be able to make and how quickly you'll be able to ramp up. You you don't know what you don't know. So it feels like, and it is a very big risk because around 90% of businesses close in the first year. So, you know, due to just basically lack of not lack of success. So let's say you want to introduce uh, an amount of risk to your family. And in order to introduce that risk, you want to lower the risk elsewhere. Well, paying off your home is a way to lower that risk. Now, it doesn't make sense when you run the numbers. I'll say that all things, all variables, the same. If I were to continue making $150,000 a year at my, at my job, that's including bonus in the corporate world, then yeah, it wouldn't make sense to pay off my house. I should have put it in investments instead, but I didn't want to do that forever. I wanted to start my own business. I was an entrepreneur since I was a kid and working for somebody else was yeah, it was stable. It was secure for the most part. And it was kind of fun, but it wasn't as fun as I wanted. It wasn't as fun as starting my own thing, learning a bunch of brand new things, becoming an, an expert podcaster. Not that I am yet, but you know, hopefully getting there one day, you know, it wasn't as fun as what I'm doing now. 
Group Financial Coaching is a group that's getting out of debt together. We celebrate wins, keep each other accountable, and tackle the hard life questions that come up. If you wish you had a group of like-minded people to lean on and learn from, join us in Group Financial Coaching. We're here to help you get to financial independence and have fun on the journey. Learn more at saverstreet.com slash group financial coaching. You know, I was bringing home, yeah, I'm making this personal. I was bringing home three quarters of our income. And, and then I found out when I was pregnant with my son that I had some sort of, you know, some sort of musculoskeletal thing that could cause me to go on the disabled in the disabled category. I didn't want to do that, wanted to figure out a way to uh, improve my physical situation. And I realized through going to a few doctors, it wasn't, you know, that wasn't something that was ever going to get better, but it could be managed. It could be managed with specific exercise. It could be managed by keeping my stress a little bit lower. It could be managed. It could be managed in a way. So I decided through a combination of things, I wanted to introduce risk and risk was given to me in my life to lower my risk and pay off my home. Do I recommend that to people? Only in certain circumstances. If you think that you are, you know, uh, 92% of American workers and you want to work for an employer for the rest of your life and you're not the eight or 9% that like to start out and be an entrepreneur, then you have a lower risk. You can go work full time somewhere. You can you can make money in the corporate world or in government or in nonprofit worlds. If you're in the corporate world, come talk to me. I'll help you make more money. But you can make that money and not introduce the risk of entrepreneurship in your life. And then with that money, you could invest it. Sure. Why not? Why not? Or you could pay off your home if you like to own what you have. That's fine, too. If you're having this question, if you are considering this, then you're already investing 15 to 20% of your income in either retirement vehicles or, or in a brokerage account or, you know, somewhere. And you're wondering what to do with the rest. That's a good situation to be in. This is not a no lose situation. You have to do something with it. If you don't do something with it, then, then that's kind of a lose situation, but it all really depends on what kind of risk you want to carry. If you take your money and you are investing it somewhere else instead of your home, you are investing it in a different asset. Investing it in your home, that's putting all of your eggs in one basket, but you have to live somewhere. So it's kind of safer. You know, well, it's safer than a single stock, I think. I think in my uneducated a semi-educated opinion. I'm not an investment advisor, so I, you know, take that as my personal opinion, not as financial advice. But if you were to take the money instead and put it somewhere else, maybe put it in an index fund or or put it in some sort of investment vehicle, then you might have a much higher return. Nobody can predict the future. I don't know what's going to happen, but it might be a little bit safer. Pick your risk. That's it. Pick your risk. Look and see what is what makes you feel better. Run the numbers. If you prefer to run the numbers and go solely by the numbers and you don't think your situation is going to change, you aren't introducing risk to your situation, then it's it's okay. 
to just invest more. Talk to a financial advisor about it. They can actually sit down and walk you through the numbers. If you need to talk through how it makes you, you know, talk through your reasoning of it and talk through your risk tolerance between you and your spouse, then talk to me. I can do that. No problem. I do that all the time. But you need to know kind of what you're doing and why, what your risk tolerance is, what you're willing to lose or not lose if you're willing to lose your home or move, if you were to become disabled, if you are willing to ride out the storms, if you're investing in the stock market, you need to understand what you're willing to risk why, how it will affect you in the future in different scenarios, and then you can make an educated decision. So if you are trying to decide whether to pay off your home early or to invest more, sit down, talk about your situational risks, and then make an educated decision. That's it for me today. Short one, short living a budget episode. It's just about deciding whether you're going to pay off your home early which I think is a great decision, or invest more in different investment vehicles, which I also think is a great decision. So you're between two great decisions. You could also split the difference, do half of one and and some of the other. And that's a lot of people do that too. It kind of slows things down, but it also mitigates a little bit of risk. I don't know. Depends. Sit down, think about it. If you're married, think about it with your spouse, talk about it model out some different scenarios. And if you need help, I'm right here. All right. I'll talk to you soon, guys. I'll see you. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Living a Budget. I'm glad you're here. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate our podcast on iTunes or whatever you're using to listen. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at saver.street and If you need help with your personal finances, feel free to book a complimentary consultation at saveragestreet.com. We'll help you find what you need in your journey to financial independence. I'll see you in the next episode.